Welcome to the Optimal Body Podcast. I'm Doc Jen. And I'm Dr. Dom. And we are doctors of physical therapy, bringing you the body tips and physical therapy pearls of wisdom to help you begin to understand your body, relieve your pains and restrictions, and answer your questions. Along with expert guests, our goal of the Optimal Body Podcast is really to help you discover what optimal means within your own body. Let's dive in. So before we dive into this, we're talking body health, right? And I think something that was cool, actually, so my mom babysits for us, little story. (laughs) And when I went over there, I just, I don't drink coffee all the time, but I just felt like I needed a coffee and I know my mom always has it. So I asked her for some coffee and guess what she had sitting next to her coffee machine? What did she have? <laughs> she, well, it just like was cute. Cause she was like, I have creamer, I have collagen. So she had the Vital Proteins unflavored collagen peptides sitting right there next to her coffee machine. She must listen to the podcast. <laughs> it looks like you're having an influence on her. And honestly, we have been loving using, especially the Vital Proteins unflavored collagen peptides because I love throwing it in my coffee in the morning with a little almond milk or something and making your little drink that you know has that ingestible collagen source in it that is going to help foundationally with what I need in my body. Right. I mean, it's so easy, especially with the unflavored one, because it dissolves so easily in cold or hot liquid. So literally put it in your smoothie, put it in your coffee, put it in your water if you just need to go. Like you can get your collagen needs to really help support your body. I mean, we have to remember that collagen is found in all our connective tissues, our tendons, ligaments, and bones. And really its purpose being that it's providing our body parts with their strength, structure, and elasticity. And as we get older, our bodies just become less efficient at producing collagen, which is why we really recommend introducing that ingestible collagen into your diet. And the reason we love vital protein so much is because Their collagen is sourced from the hides of grass-fed and pasture-raised bovine to ensure a high-quality and sustainable source of this powerful ingredient. And with each serving of the unflavored collagen peptides, you get 20 grams of collagen peptides per serving. So it just gives you everything you need for the day in one serving, and it's so easy to add into whatever you're drinking. So if you haven't yet gotten it, use code OPTIMAL15, and we're gonna have it linked down in the show notes as well, but use code OPTIMAL15 at checkout. Go check out Vital Proteins, all they have to offer, because you get 15% off site-wide on your first purchase when you use code OPTIMAL15 at checkout. I'm excited to welcome our next guest on the podcast because we're gonna talk about a topic we really haven't covered before, which is sitting and how to sit well. Ashley is a doctor of physical therapy, seating specialist, and chair assessment specialist who has worked in the wheelchair industry and seating industry for 15 years. She led a pediatric seating clinic for five years, then took her expertise to the wheelchair manufacturing industry and excelled in sales and training newer therapists in seating principles. Ashley connects with everyone she meets and is passionate about sharing her knowledge of sitting well and decreasing the aches and pains of sitting. Rooted with knowledge of working with the most intense sitters on the planet, wheelchair users, she is leading the charge to educate the world on a healthy workplace setup and the balance of sitting and movement throughout the workday. And we're even going to answer the question, which office chair is best? So get a pen and paper ready and let's get into the interview. Ashley, thanks so much for coming in and spending some time for us today. And today... I'm really excited for this because we talk all about movement on this podcast. You are a movement expert. You are a doctor of physical therapy. But with your background in 
working in the space of sitting with pediatric populations, all I mean, populations across the physical ability and lifespan. You've worked with people who operate from wheelchairs um, with different physical disabilities. So today I'm calling you the sitting expert. <laughs> <laughs> that works. I'm extremely passionate about sitting and excited to join you guys today. Thank you for having me. Of course. Now, I think most of us have heard the term that sitting is the new smoking. And some people agree with it. I've heard others disagree. What is this really meaning and how is it becoming detrimental to our overall health? Yeah, I think sitting is the new smoking. When it started, when it was coined first, it was the new age of the standing desks, right? It was mm -hmm. like, you must stand all day. Sitting is the new smoking, but our human bodies have to sit. And we find ourselves sitting a little bit more than we should. But when we are sitting, we need to be in that good aligned posture to not have those detrimental effects. So your best posture is your next posture. But as humans, we are going to end up sitting. So it's yeah. important how we're sitting and what we're sitting on throughout the day. Mm. Interrupting really quickly. Have you tried your element yet? L-M-N-T, your electrolytes, something to use in your water so that you hydrate more throughout the day, especially if you know that you're one of those well, you know you're not drinking enough water. Maybe you drink your couple cups of coffee in the morning. Water's kind of sitting there on the back end. Water keeps looking at you over your shoulder, knowing that you haven't reached for it in a while. You need to try Element. I'm telling you, I love that. I'm on the phone with some of my friends and they're like, oh, the watermelon flavor, that's one of my favorites. Or, oh, I'm coming to visit you. Should I bring Element or do you have some? Like, Hearing these things makes my heart so happy because I know my friends are all in this space with me of really trying to optimize their health. And I'm telling you, when I add just some element into my water, have it midday, it helps to keep me energized to keep going throughout the day. It is your one stop to re help replenish the electrolytes that we miss throughout the day and really help you to feel better within your body, have everything functioning better. And if you haven't yet, click the link in our show notes and go to drink element that's lmnt.com backslash optimal. And with your purchase, you're going to get a free sample pack on top of that. And I'm telling you, you won't regret it. It's going to be the new thing that you add into your water. and You're going to be so impressed with how much water you drink throughout the day now that you're adding this in. And if you feel like some people tell me it's a little too much, start with half a pack and then slowly work your way up. And sometimes I put it in my huge Stanley, which is 40 ounces, one pack in a 40 ounce. So especially if you feel like it's just too much, you're not used to it, dilute it down. Use half a pack. I'm telling you, just get started. It's going to help you to drink so much more water. So get that link down in the show notes, drinkelement.com backslash optimal. I think that's a, an important point. Like, and I love the quote, your best posture is your next posture. And we preach that all the time. And then inevitably, I find myself <laughs> sitting on a couch or sitting at a desk for multiple hours in a row and finding it difficult to follow my own principles. <laughs> and so I, I would absolutely agree with that, that no matter how passionate you are about movement, no matter how in tune you are to, oh, I got to keep my body moving, even if I need to do work, it's tough to do so. And we were chatting a little bit before this, and, and you talked about people just need to start to become more aware and learn how to sit well. And so I want to pick yes. your brain a little bit on what does it mean to sit well? How do people become good at sitting? 
<laughs> well, sitting is tough. You know, like the body is so smart that say we're working, right? And we're focusing on a task or we're doing a PowerPoint or an Excel spreadsheet. The body is going to seek a position of rest. Or if we're sitting on the couch watching Netflix and that position we end up in is kind of that flex posture and resting on our ligaments. And so bringing awareness to the body, to each of the components, right? Like you guys talk about what needs stability, what needs mobility, and it all starts in sitting at the base with the pelvis and just being aware of where that is in space. And if you can think about that, if your pelvis is rounded, the rest of your body's gonna follow. But if you can be aware to where that pelvis, that butterfly bone at the bottom of your spine, if not many people know where that is, we wanna have that in a neutral posture and an upright posture, if tolerable without pain, and that naturally stacks the rest of your body. So being conscious of that is one way to start to sit well. I, I mean, so agree. When I started finding chairs that really played more into the pelvis and getting that into a more you know, neutral for your body position, it just, it naturally, like you said, <laughs> stacks the rest of your body. Because I think what a lot of people think when they, you know, when it comes to posture and sitting, it's I have to pull my shoulders back. I have to tense my body. Mm -hmm. I need to stay in this aligned place rather than being able to naturally get there based on how they're putting their pelvis. And so I think, exactly. you know, starting to learn this idea is really helpful so that we're not getting people so tense within their body, um, which leads us to, you know, the question that I think most people are going to ask, which which what's the best office chair then? You know, mm -hmm. like, how do we reframe that slightly and ask what components should people really look for that make it an effective office chair? Yeah, well, having that support lower on the pelvis right mm -hmm. so the majority of office chairs in this space have a lumbar support so let's think about the spine as a building right so you've got your spine naturally stacked a lumbar support would be like supporting the building on the fifth floor versus the pelvis as the concrete base holding up the rest of the building so if we think about that it's important to have that support lower than a lumbar support, but also when you are sitting upright, where are those sit bones driving? They are driving straight down into the surface. So those little bones on the bottom of the, of the butterfly, the pelvis, are driving straight down. If you think sitting on a park bench, it's going to be really difficult to have that pelvis up and sitting straight down on a hard surface. So the cushion is very important as well to take off that pressure to support that natural upright pelvis. And then it's gotta be adaptable. You know, we need an inclusive office chair that can adapt to multitude of shapes and sizes of individuals. So if it had moving components to be able to adapt to you, to meet you at your unique shape and your preferred alignment posture, those are the things that we wanna look for. Um, so that's keeping you in that upright posture. You are, it's kind of like your hands. You know, I worked with individuals with disabilities and I, my hands were the products that I chose to help support them in the most ideal posture for them for long periods of time. So, and you need a place of rest within that office chair. So you're upright, you need a resting posture that doesn't 
a resting position that can maybe use gravity to your advantage because it is the eternal, eternal thing that is pressing on us daily and pushing us forwards. Um, and you want to get into a resting posture where that pelvis is maintaining that same position. That makes sense. So those are the components of an ideal office chair that I would be looking for. And I think probably my favorite point that you brought up is that it needs to be a chair that's adaptable and it needs to Absolutely. be a chair that has a, a lot of moving components, which can be tough to find in, in office chairs because everyone's different. And mm -hmm. I, yeah. I always struggle when someone will send a link to a, an office chair and say, would this be a good chair for me to get? I need to get a new office chair. And a lot of the times as physical therapists are infamous for saying, my answer is, well, it depends. <laughs> you know, a lot of it d depends on you, your body, the components of the chair that can adjust to you. But, um, and a question I find I've gotten a lot is, I think along the thread of the lumbar support, people will say, so you talk more about supporting the pelvis, making sure the sit bones are driving down into the sitting surface should our low back be touching the chair? Ideally, because so, so think about this, right? So if you're meeting that full contact, those are the right places that if you're on a sitting ball or you're sitting on the edge of your chair because the back doesn't quite hit you in the right places, that body is, your body is smart. And it, when you start focusing on something, you're going to seek a position of rest, which often ends up into these unaligned types of positions with rounded shoulders. And so if you're, if it's not doing the work for you, you're going to end up collapsing throughout the day as you focus on a task because the, the body is smart. It's going to do what it needs to do to find stability so that you can focus on what you're focus, focusing on with work. Yeah. I think that was like the push, you know, to people getting physio balls or sitting on something where they feel like they're more active and they can move and stuff, which in maybe short spurts it's, and, and sitting on a, on a stool that kind of supports the pelvis in that way, it can be a good idea to start with. But because of what you said, once we go into that focus mode and our body <laughs> starts to go into to rest, that could be really difficult. So what do you say about some of those, you know, stools that maybe are a little bit more movable or the physio balls that people tend to think are best for our body? Yeah, I think the principles are are there, right? Like yeah. because usually with the stool, it's kind of helping to to support that pelvis, and even some of the forward kneeling chairs that are out there. Um, it the principles are there, but it's not fully encompassing. And so for long periods of time, whenever you're focusing on something, that pelvis is going to end up rounding back if it's not supporting you the best. I love the mobility aspect of it, but if you're sitting here listening to this, you try to sit up shoulders back for as long as you possibly can, and you're going to go and do something else, and you're going to fall into that posture um, because it's just hard to keep that upright, the alignment stack posture if we're not supported in the right places and when we're trying to focus on something else that we need to work on. It's just difficult. So. I think for short periods of time, that's great. And you're adding mobility, you're adding the dynamic component. But if you find yourself sitting for more than four hours in one spot, you're not getting up, you're not taking breaks, you really need to be supported in the right places so that you don't fall into those postures. And even when we have a chair that is uh, more supportive in the correct places, 
So do you think if as long as you're supported in the right places, you're not going to end up seeking and in, sinking into that chair differently anyway? Yeah. It's like the hands, right? Like, so if those hands are hitting you and kind of getting you in those right places to where you can turn off some muscles, you can relax, your incidence of falling into those postures are less. Mm -hmm. But majority of, of chairs that are out there, they either just have pelvis support or they've got a lumbar support. They don't have the full encompassing ability to have that upper back if you cannot sustain that posture for long periods of time and feel yourself falling so it's like how do you have something that has hands supporting you at your pelvis probably something for your upper back because you will get fatigued if you're sitting for long periods of time that's the ideal goal your chair should work for you not having you work yeah. for it and still incorporating mobility throughout the day and getting up every 30 minutes it's the best yeah, and I really like also what you said about the stools or physio ball type type chairs because that initially when I started working from home was my concept. Okay, this sitting stool is gonna gonna help me be more active and use my core dynamically. And then to to your exact point, <laughs> half an hour later, I would notice myself like slouched over at my desk with my elbows down like peering into the screen you know with, with what people would say is like not the optimal working posture and i feel that you know i admittedly work a very different job from home than most other people do but my office now i i almost feel like i have adhd when i work because i can't i can't just be sitting in the same place or doing the same thing for more than 15 or 20 minutes i have the stool that then raises up so I can kind of stand and lean against it. And then I bring my desk into full standing and then I'll go lay on my stomach on the couch and work, you know, from there for a little bit. And, you know, that, that's how I've adapted into this constant flow of dynamic working postures, as I would like to say in my ideal day, I'm not going to say I'm perfect <laughs> every day or even most of the time, but to, to continue to ask about, you know, you brought up standing desks and how there was a push uh, a, a while back where maybe this coined phrase sitting as the new smoking came from was you know a marketing push for standing desks like what do you feel about standing desks do, do, does standing help us stay a little more supported dynamically or do we fall into some of those same issues <laughs> i i enjoy standing desks so i'm like you dom i sit i stand i don't go lay on the couch on my belly but i love that <laughs> um <laughs> I should because I could use some of that extension in my spine. Right. Um, but I think standing desks are great. I think the way that they came to market was just everybody's now going to stand and it is not realistic. You know, yeah. the systematic review that reviewed over 500 studies found out that people were only using their desk 20% out of the time. And so you invest your hard earned money into the standing desk, hoping that it's going to solve all your problems, but you end up sitting 80% of the time. And there's some, some known health risks that come with prolonged standing as well with the 50% increase in cardiovascular disease, a study out of the University of Waterloo that it induced low back pain in individuals that didn't have back pain over two yeah. hours. So I think adding that flexibility throughout the day is amazing, but doing something for a long period of time, whether it's sitting or standing is not beneficial because you will fall 
Dom. Like I find myself when I've been standing for too long, I'm shifting over to one side, my mm-hmm. elbows yeah. on the desk because my body is smart and it's going to seek that stability while I'm focusing on something. And so I think moderation is key. We often end up sitting. So we need to really take a look at how our office chair supports us. Yeah. In standing, I'm a uh, knees locked out with massive oh, yeah. extension in my low back kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> Not ideal. Oh, yeah. No. So <laughs> I definitely find myself there as well. And what about a treadmill desk? Because I get asked about this a lot as well. People ask me, what are the best, like, what do you recommend? Do you recommend this? So what are your thoughts, Ashley, on, you know, people getting a treadmill under their desk? I'm, I'm, I'm not opposed to it, but there has been studies that show that your level of cognition is decreased, right? So if you are on a meeting and you're interacting with individuals, right? Like, and you're just having to talk and you guys are going back and forth. I love a treadmill desk. Um, But if you're really having to focus on something and build something and you're doing a lot of computer work, like your, your performance work-wise is going to be hijacked by the mobility that you're bringing in. So I think again, in moderation, Um, but if the majority of your day is really focusing on that computer, doing really difficult tasks, it might be to your detriment, uh, to treadmill it all day long. Yeah. I think I would definitely agree with that because I don't know how I could stay focused if I was also needing to walk even at a slow pace. Um, (laughs) I would fall. I I know. I'm like, I don't know if it's just the lack of coordination or the multitasking thing, but I definitely think it would bring my productivity down. Um, I mean, ultimately something that Jen and I usually say um, when we get asked the question, is this chair best? Uh, you know, we'll, we'll tell people the line, your, ne- your best posture is your next posture. And we, yeah. we find ourselves repeating this rule that we have called the 30 every 30 rule, which something I did early on when I was working from home was just set a little 30 minute timer or reminder every 30 minutes throughout the day that will ping you and just say, okay, give yourself 30 seconds to stand up, stretch the chest, stretch your hamstrings, put your, essentially put your body in the opposite posture that you have been in the last 30 minutes. So if you've been sitting, open the hips up, open your chest up, extend through your upper back, and then get right back to work. And I find when I do something like that, I stay, stay productive. I find my body getting a little more engaged. And then I have these 10 or 12 little movement snacks almost throughout the day. What do you think about something like that? And is there anything you would add or change? I think that's amazing. And I think just the mental break is also important too, right? Like you are sitting there and you are so zoned in and your body's falling into whatever posture. Um, And so setting that reminder, A, for ourselves, because, you know, we'll dive into something two hours later. Um, and then you're correct completely. So if we've, if you find yourself in this posture, whenever you stand up and do that mobility, do the exact opposite. Um, Mm -hmm. and I think that something that I've, I've seen over the past year or two is people don't quite realize what positions they end up in. It's that awareness within the body that Mm -hmm. isn't quite there for most individuals. And so I say, have your spouse, your other half partner roommate, take a picture of you working throughout the day without your knowledge. And you will find some, you will be appalled at the postures that you will fall into if you are not supported 
in the right places while you're working. So I agree with the 30-30 and I agree with bringing that awareness to the body and kind of undoing some of that stress on our body throughout the day. I don't want Jen getting any ideas and snapping pictures of me while I'm working during the day because I'm sure it's ugly at times. The visual reference is scary. Right. Like, that I didn't do that. Yes, you did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, it, and like you said before, it, this is all good in theory, right? Like being able to move mm-hmm. every 30 minutes or getting out of the task. Like, but if I'm in a task and focused like I will look at a alarm going off and say cool I need to finish this like there's no moving me out of (laughs) what I need to focus on or else I'll be so distracted so now someone who is like okay (laughs) all these series great in sense but what like let's talk about anthros because that is a chair that you know you've worked with and created something that does involve all these components that we've been talking about. So what are the main concepts and inspirations kind of behind Anthros and creating this chair? Yeah, I, um, you are correct. And I think, you know, as therapists, we are like, do this, do that, but it's not as real world for individuals. So we got to meet at the middle, right? And I think Anthros is the meet in the middle point to take the work out of sitting and and have you not have to think about it, right? Like the easy button. Um, And who knew that we would be working with individuals with disabilities and wheelchairs, and then now we're making an office chair. So um, I'll tell you guys a little bit of story about how that came to fruition. So Steve, our CEO, who was the product, the lead of product development, right? So everything that touches the body within a wheelchair, a back support, a cushion, um, and we would be at these trade shows and unveiling a new product and over and over again, able-bodied individuals, therapists would come and try it out. And they would say, I wish my office chair felt like this. So we heard this probably for about two years and we were like, man, our office chair is really that bad. You know, does the <laughs> world need another office chair? There's so many out there. And after we went to the largest furniture show in the U.S. and we sat on every single office chair, like the main hundreds that are out there. And we were like, biomechanically, they're missing it. They are using a lumbar support, the things that we talked about, the spine. And so taking that knowledge that we have from working with the most intense sitters, but only 3% of the population, that's what we're giving to the world, to the other 97% of individuals that sit. And those components are exactly what we talked about, supporting the, the spine at the base with the pelvis, right? Getting that stability, but we know that the upper back may fall. And so we have an upper back as well. And both of these are dynamic components. So they adapt to multiple shapes and sizes, But the best part of that upper back is that it's tapered to allow those shoulders to open up. It has a hinge to add mobility to the thoracic spine, which we all know that we need, Mm -hmm. as well as a cushion that takes off that pressure and to let that upright pelvis. And people say it feels like you're sitting on a cloud. Mm. So it's four components. And the last component is keeping you in in your best posture, which is different for individuals based on what they can tolerate, but then adding tilt, which lets gravity be your friend, but doesn't compromise your posture like other office chairs where just the back opens up and that pelvis rounds. So it's a simple recipe, but 
we really are looking forward to giving the world a different option that can help them and bring that body awareness back to them and let them control and feel what's going on within their body instead of falling into these postures throughout the day. No, I think, I think that's very well said. And I will speak to the sitting on a cloud portion because it almost reminds me of, and I think that this probably comes a lot from, from your background in working with people who are operating from wheelchairs, but the seat reminds me of like a really high grade, mm-hmm. like Roho pressure relief cushion. Like, it maps like a Roho, honestly. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. And for those listening, like a Roho is one of the higher end pressure relief cushions that you can get for people who operate from from wheelchairs. And you can speak more to this, but the reason that's so important is because when we have too significant amount of of pressure coming into, especially right around our sit bones, it can impact things like blood flow, nerve conduction into our lower extremities. And I really didn't realize I was missing this until sitting in an anthros because the stools that I use, one of the things that gets most uncomfortable for me the quickest is the amount of pressure I have into mm-hmm. my sit bones. And I, that's, that's the thing that sparks something in my brain that says, okay, I need to move because my sit bones are getting uncomfortable from sitting on this, on this stool. So can you speak a little more to why it's so important to have good pressure dispersion um, on the surface we're sitting on? Yeah, I think, you know, that's the start, right? And you're sitting down and okay, we're getting that pelvis up, but if those IT bones aren't protected, oftentimes people will roll their their pelvis backwards, right? Mm -hmm. Relieving the pressure off of those IT bones, which then predicates into these postures that, you know, are going to, it's just not good. So that's kind of the start. So you, we have pressure relieving domes that are built into our cushion to take that pressure off as well as disperse the pressure as well as glidewear technology which decreases shear so these is nerdy stuff that are were our backbone from our previous industry because sitting was life or death for us right you've mm-hmm. mentioned roho which is an air cushion if we didn't get the cushion right um people would have pressure sores and they would you know they would be they would some people would die so we're very passionate about that beginning and you could feel it yourself and just the able-bodied individuals just like oh this feels great but there is some nerdy technology going on inside that cushion that creates that feeling to get that stable base within the seated posture which is so important because i also hear other people have you know their legs falling asleep or Mm -hmm. they get some they they do have some nerve issues going down their legs so getting the support (laughs) while they're sitting in a chair having to work. I mean, that's just the reality of especially so many people, maybe some still going to an office, but a lot of people have the opportunity to work at home and office now. So having a place that at least at home, you know, can help to offset pressures. Do you know if Anthros is kind of starting to work with offices or trying to get them into offices or is it more for home-based office setups? Yeah, so we are working, getting them into offices as we speak. And we just launched our partnership with Relax the Back, where Anthros chairs will be all over the U.S. at various locations. So that office manager can come in, sit on the chair, um, and determine that this is what their workers need to keep them focused throughout the day, give them a soft place to land, 
Um, so we are actively working on that as we speak, which is exciting. That's amazing. No, I think that's fantastic. And another thing that I love about how Anthros has approached this issue of office sitting is through evidence. Mm. And, you know, as PTs, we come from the space of science and the space of research. So talk a little bit about why that was so important for you all at Anthros as you were developing this chair to really lead through evidence to be able to to show that some of the claims you are making are actually supported. Yeah, we make we make some bold claims and they are confidently backed up by evidence. So that was the industry that we came from, right? Like in complex rehab, you couldn't say something unless you could prove it. You couldn't make a claim. And when we were leaving that space and coming into the office chair industry, we saw most comfortable chair ever backed by science. We saw all of this stuff and I would, I'm like, okay, let me see the research study that proves this. And there, there wasn't much to be found. And so that's what we're bringing to this space with validated testing from the University of Pittsburgh on measures of comfort within the seat with virtual human modeling showing decreased disc pressure at L4, L5 compared to standing, compared to slumped postures. So that's what we're bringing to the table. And that was our foundation of our being. And we believe that the world deserves that. If you're going to invest your hard-earned money into a solution or a product, like you should know that the people behind it are authentic and what they say is backed by evidence and research and studies. Um, And they're not just bold claims trying to take advantage of you it's not who we are yeah and i i'm curious too you know and i was very transparent coming to anthros as well was saying you know i love the fact that there are there's research behind this and there's evidence to show what this chair is really doing but as much as we're improving posture we also now have studies that are showing well posture doesn't necessarily we can't prove that a certain posture is going to lead to a certain pain. So how, how, like, how are you approaching this in terms of we are putting you in a better, more ideal posture, but we can't necessarily say that's always going to decrease pain. So how, how does someone kind of wrap their head around that? Yeah, I think, you know, there's a lot going out there and I feel like posture is a weird word anyways. <laughs> like it's like Agreed. what is posture yeah. exactly? Yeah. Yeah. Um it's a very gray area, but we know um as experts that long-term positions that are let's let's say the slouched posture that everyone knows, forward head posture, shrimp posture, whatever you call it, what comes with that are the muscle imbalances from sitting in that sustained posture, right? Your your pecs are tight, your rhomboids are weak. You know, if we're sitting here right now, sit in that flexed posture and try to raise your arms over your head and you're limited in that range of motion. So how can we align the spine to where you are, whenever you get up out of your chair, you're ready to go. You're ready to go pick up your kid. You're ready to go do a deadlift in the gym. How can we get you in that best posture with the least amount of muscle imbalances that are playing, that are putting stress on the joints that we need for everyday function? And so Anthros allows you to s- sit however you want to because both of those backs can adjust to you and adapt to you. Mm. Um, 
but then naturally with those hands, the inclination to have that open chest, to have that mobility within the upper spine, stability with the lower spine, that's the tools that we're giving the world and they can use it how they see fit because not every person is black and white. You know, posture is, it's a, it's an interesting concept, but we're putting you in a ready state so that you don't have to, like the tin man, give yourself oil whenever you're standing mm-hmm. up and going to go about the rest of your day. Mm. No, I mean, that, that really resonates with me in a way that, like Jen said, in, in transparency, like when we initially got reached out by Anthros, like some of the messaging almost seemed opposing and i say that with like a question mark (laughs) behind it but opposing to what we have preached and there's kind of the infamous saying that the more you know the the more you realize you don't know anything and because i i thought i had figured out the best way to work and operate and move throughout the day and and the more that we one have tried the chair ourselves and, and two learned you know from you guys learned from ashley some of the other people on your team um, it, it really has shifted my whole mindset about this sitting conversation and um, in a way that I wasn't expecting when we initially yeah, started talking with true. you guys um, because I was always the person who um, was like, oh, yep, you just need to keep moving. You need to keep moving because that's what our body wants. But that's not reality. Yeah. And we've got research that backs it up. We've got research that no matter how well-intentioned, people just don't move or even if they have the standing desk option, they just don't use it. And so putting ourselves, like you said, in an environment that can best support us, regardless of how much we are paying attention or not paying attention to our posture is great. And I like how you say posture itself is a weird word because whenever someone hears posture, they think of all these still snapshots of certain postures. And for me, I've always, I've started trying to morph my view of posture into this you know, posture should mean dynamically what we're looking like throughout the entire day, which is hard to put in a single picture versus these specific postures that, you know, we, we always tend to think of when someone says posture. Yeah. And it's tough, you know, like we are, are, are nerds about sitting. And so we have to, you know, create messaging that just brings awareness to the body, right? We use words like good and bad, but honestly, it's a, it's a, it's a vague concept and a weird word. And so I think our goal is to bring awareness to the body, to you to think about how you're sitting. um, And then not only think about how you're working, right? Like, so with Anthros, we educate people about their workplace setup. How high is your desk? Where is your monitor? Because you can have the best chair in the world, but if you're 5'2 and you heard you have to have your feet on the floor and you're reaching up like a zombie at your desk that's 30 inches, that's yeah. not good for your traps and your shoulders. And so it's a, it's a whole encompassing deep dive into the workplace to educate people and bring awareness to their bodies because we know when they start focusing on something, they're going to fall into whatever their normal posture is. Mm-hmm. And we do have this linked up in the show notes, so anyone can go uh, check out our link for Anthros to check it out. However, I know there's going to be people who are going to click over to it and see the price right away and get really scared. <laughs> so let's talk about this as the investment in in why, you know, why is it priced at at where it is and how does someone start to say, okay, this is worth the investment into my body? Like how, 
how do I wrap my head around this chair? <laughs> because usually when we think of chairs, we don't, we're not looking at a price like this. Right. Yeah. You're, you're looking at Amazon and it's yeah. 150 bucks and it looks cute with your office. <laughs> but <laughs> what our bodies are touching for long periods of time is what we need to invest in, mm -hmm. right? We invest in our mattress because we're sleeping on that for hopefully six to eight hours a day. I'm more on the six. Um, but we, you know, we would love to be standing for eight hours a day, but that's not realistic. So you're going to spend a good majority of your time sitting. So investing in what you're sitting on and what's touching your body is a proactive way for your future self, right? Like invest in you and um, where we are from the price point is it's interesting because i didn't know how expensive office chair was before i came into the space honestly they were like two thousand dollars for an office chair oh my gosh but we are priced just like our competitors uh herman miller and body it's in that same price range one difference that anthros brings to the table is that we are made in the usa mm -hmm. and each component of the anthros chair does not exist like we reinvented the whole office chair from the ground up um, to provide high quality components and boost the American economy, which is not cheap these days. So understand that yeah. if you are going to invest in Anthros, that you're investing in a chair that's not a catalog of parts. Mm -hmm. It does not exist other than what we've created with the durability and the eco-friendly and sustainability portion that we bring to the table for your health. No, I think that's so important to kind of think about that of like between your mattress and your office chair, if you're somebody who works at a desk or works from home or in an office, you spend more time in or on those two things than doing anything else or being in any other position throughout the day. So they really are two of the most valuable things that you can choose to invest hard-earned money into. Um, and like you were talking about earlier, Ashley, you guys are working on starting to get into office buildings. So hopefully you have someone you're close with in HR, if you're listening, that you can go to and say, hey, we got to look at these people. We got to get in touch with them because these are the chairs we need in our office. And then you won't have to pay for it. Your office can pay for it. Um, <laughs> That's right. It is covered by HSA and FSA funds. So if you have those, it is eligible for oh, those tax-free funds. So That's um, also great to know. And you had mentioned earlier too, because you really don't want this podcast to, to come off or seem like, hey, we're just pitching Anthros. Like we, you really do. And this is one thing I really appreciate about you. You really do just want to get great information on sitting and being as best supported and as healthful as possible um, from the office. So for somebody who looks to that and just says, I really can't do that based on where I am economically, the, the money I have available, are there other options that you feel comfortable or confident pointing people towards? Yeah, absolutely. I remember in COVID, um, I didn't even have an office chair and I was sitting at my dining room table and I wasn't in the, I was, I was just first work from home. I was like, I don't need an office chair. This was a few years ago before Anthros. Um, and one thing that I did, so it starts at the base, right? So make sure find a good cushion or even a pillow. If you are sitting on a hard surface, um, we need to protect those sit bones so that when you do want to sit upright, that you are able to 
get that pelvis up. So throw a cushion on whatever you're sitting on is a good first step. Um, I think if you can roll up a pillow or something and place it a little bit lower on your pelvis is another good step. And pay attention to where your your desk height is. Make sure that your kind of elbows are by your side and that's and your hands are there and it's kind of that 90 90 if you're finding yourself raised up your arms raising up zombie style raise your office chair and put a box under there so that you're not having that upper extremity stress so just some basic things that we've seen that we've learned and um if you're unable to invest in an anthros or an office chair to help you these are some off-the-shelf solutions that can ease some of the stress of sitting throughout the workday. Not the full package, but a little bit. Amazing. So helpful. And I hope that this really just helps to give an idea of what sitting really means, what posture really means when it comes to sitting and how to really optimize it for the individual, for yourself, because it's not a one size fits all. It's a you know, how it's the components that fit your own individual body. And I think that's what's most important. So again, we're going to have it linked down below. But Ashley, thank you so much for taking the time to educate us all here and (laughs) bring this chair to life with the evidence and the research behind it. I think it's really incredible. Thank you guys for having me. And, you know, we have some free downloadable guides on our website, www.anthros.com, a fix your sick guidebook, just to bring awareness to sitting and how you're sitting and just think about it throughout your workday and, and think about investing in your future self. Perfect. We'll have that linked up below as well. I hope you enjoyed that interview. And if you are interested in the chair, we're going to have it linked up below. And also below, there is a discount code. So if you use code DOCGEN, With the link, you actually get 10% off of the Anthros chair. So it's a great way to get a discount when you're getting investing in this chair, I should say. So hopefully you enjoyed this. Pass this episode along with other people you know, work from home, or have been wondering about the best office chair, not only for their posture, but to help relieve that back tension. They have studies, I'm telling you, that are going to show you how they relieve that pressure on the low back as well. So if you want, just check out their website, check out their free guides. We're going to also have that linked up below. So I hope that this is just supportive as you continue to work and improve your posture.